Hey, if time travel was real, yeah. what decade in your life would you choose to experience again? Well, first of all, how do you know it isn't? How do you know I'm not here from a land far, far in the future, far, far away? Okay. Mm-hmm. So if you could go back to a decade of your life, what would you go back in time? Okay, but, you Going back in time. I hate to say this. I don't want to be that guy, but I wouldn't go back. I would stay here. I, okay. I, I love right here, right now. They asked seniors this question, and they were willing to play along. Uh, the number one answer was people would go back to their 30s, really? saying it was the happiest or best decade of their life. Now, this is people, you know, they're act, act, asking seniors. Um, their 20s came in second place. Mm-mm. Seniors were also asked what advice they'd give their younger self if they had a chance some of the most common answers included accepting challenges, follow your gut, be bold, stay humble, always be prepared and stay positive. But then they said, yeah, I wouldn't have listened to myself. <laughs> <laughs> when I Okay, here, flip it around. What decade would you not want to go back to? And mine would be the two that everyone said they wanted to go back to. Or actually, you know what? 30s were okay. Uh, 20s and teens, never teens. Oh, my gosh. Acne. No girls would go out with me. It was awful. (laughs) Begging Tracy to go out with you. Another thing, I don't understand these people who say, oh, high school, the best years of your life, or college, oh, the best years of my life. Really? You peaked at like 18? That was it? It's all been a downhill slide ever since then? Well, they didn't have to pay any bills back then. Of course it was a good time. Best years of your life? I didn't say it wasn't a good time, but best years of No way. Uh Uh-uh. Right here, right now. I'm good. I'm staying. <laughs> You're the only person I know that would argue people with people about something that's only based on their feelings. There's no way that was no. the best year of well, your I'm life. Well, I'm explaining why it's their impossible. feelings are wrong, and feelings can be wrong. Somebody had a pastor one time said, said uh, in a sermon, he goes, and, and your feelings are never wrong. They just are. We got in the car. I said to my wife, I was like, you know he was wrong, right? <laughs> feelings are wrong all the time. People have wrong feelings called all the time. All right. Deep moments with Kev. We can move on with the rest of the show now. Okay. Coming up, yet more evidence of just how big a difference a simple act of kindness can make. Hey, this is your guarantee to put you in a good mood story of the day. Isn't it amazing what a difference a simple act of kindness can make? Uh, This lady was stranded in Chicago with a flat tire wearing a skirt and heels when a man who happens to be homeless came to her rescue and changed her tire for her. She said she only had 60 bucks on her, but she very gratefully gave it to him for saving her. She said he was really sweet, called me a lady, and even opened my car door for me. He was Mm. such a gentleman. Well, she shared a story on Reddit, and more than 500 people have shared stories of similar acts of kindness from people who are homeless. Isn't that awesome? All the stories are pouring out. Taylor, who is the most competitive couple that you have ever known? Uh, you and your wife, Tracy. Yeah. Um, Bar none. Yeah. We were watching something last night. I said, we should go and do that. And Tracy immediately turned this this fall tradition into a competition. Oh. <laughs> Tell you what it was. <laughs> and see if maybe you and your better half compete when doing this fall activity, too. We'll talk about it next. So my wife and I, we've, we've been accused of being competitive before. Yes. That, that was on display last night. There, A commercial came on for uh, a corn maze. Near our house. And I said to my wife, we should go and do that. And she goes, okay, um, let's race. I get to go first, though. And I was like, I said, okay. And she goes, wait, no. You were too fast with saying I could go first. And then she realized if she went first, I could scope the whole thing out (laughs) and see how it worked. 
and get an advantage and be able the second time we went through it would be faster. Now, so, wouldn't you have to like do it one at a time and time each other no, rather she wanted, than going she went, together? No, I mean, she wanted to go together. And like, like race, in her mind, like run. In her mind, we're holding hands. But the first time through, she's calling the shots. Left, right, left, right, straight, left, right. And then the next time oh, through, I would call the shots. Oh, okay. And then she said, hang on. You probably already me- memorized the, the route because they showed an aerial shot of the <laughs> corn maze. I was like, Trace. Do you have a photographic I've never, memory? I didn't even know that corn maze existed until we saw the commercial. And I can promise you I didn't memorize <laughs> the topography of it. That's I may have, hilarious. I may have taken a picture with my phone. <laughs> see, I just don't see how you could compete. Unless you did it without separately. holding hands and you had to do it separately. Otherwise, whoever goes second is at an f- unfair advantage Maybe what having we'll, already been through. What we'll have to do then is do that maze separately and then find one, a different, completely different core yeah. maze to go through together. There you go. So all of a sudden for a couple that has never gone through a corn maze now we're going through two <laughs> and i've never particularly thought of a corn maze as a romantic setting for holding hands <laughs> i've never been through one yeah. i've seen them maybe you should go home Our and producer say to glenn. took his kids you should go home and say to glenn i hear it's the the most romantic thing you can do in the fall <laughs> is to get lost in a corn maze together ah i just realized why she thinks it's so romantic what? it makes her think of her all-time favorite movie the wizard of oz she pictures you skipping and holding hands a corn maze? Yeah, it's no kind of like a yellow brick road. There was no road. corn maze in the, the Wizard of Oz. There's corn where the scarecrow was. Uh, I guess yeah. so. Bottom line is she turned it. She did turn it into a competition, and I was <laughs> laughing at that. That we could, can't just go and stroll through a corn maze together. It's got to be okay. <laughs> we're gonna race. <laughs> so I got a, a text from somebody that, that heard us talking about my wife and I. Uh, wanted to go to the corn maze. I'm like, oh, you have to go. My husband and I always go, and yes, it is over-the-top romantic. Oh, really? Like holding hands and just wandering through a corn maze. Super huh. fun. Who knew? So, yeah. I Here, had no idea. Here's the thing, though, that that uh, is also interesting about Tracy. She, while saying it'll be romantic for us to go, our daughter April came downstairs. April's 21. She's got a boyfriend. The last thing in the world she wants to do is go to a corn maze with mom and dad. And Tracy's like, hey, we're going to go to Corn Maze. You want to go with us? <laughs> As if she was like eight years old still. <laughs> How was the reaction? <laughs> Placating, but not positive. Yeah, <laughs> like, like, we'll see. Right, exactly. It's like Just the, like kids, the, the kid, parents do to kids. Kid turns into the parent with the, yeah. we'll see, mom. We'll see. <laughs> right. She walked away, and I clearly understood that it ain't happening. Tracy's like, she might go. <laughs> no. Oh, I clearly took she's that got for her hopes a, up. This ain't happening. If you were to guess your kids' screen time, how much time they spend every day on a screen, what would you Oof, say? Way too much. Yeah. <laughs> screen time with kids is up 52% according to new research. No surprise, the average daily screen use by kids during the COVID-19 pandemic increased by more than an hour and 20 minutes. I mean, they're doing school on screens, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that's according to brand new uh, info published by JAMA Pediatrics. Doctors are urging you, mom and dad, please encourage your kids to sit less and play more. Hmm. Easier said than done, right? With all the video games and YouTube videos and fun things, TikTok on their phones. So let's talk about this screen time and our kids. But instead of just throwing our hands up and going, my kids, man, those kids, they're always looking at their screen. Let's talk about mom and dad, honestly, 
What kind of example do you set for them when it comes to screen time? Are you setting the best example when it comes to how much screen time you're spending? Hey, Tyrone, it's Kevin and Taylor. So you've got an idea on how to reduce screen time in your family? You've tried this? You know, we're not consistent. And you'll start it, but you won't finish it. You know, <laughs> you can put the phone in the in the bin for, I guess, a month or so. And then the next month, hey, we're back to living like we were living. Yeah, they yeah. So, what do they call that elastic? You stretch it out, and then it goes right back. It's exhausting <laughs> to yeah. be consistent for you parents, though. That's so hard. Yeah, it's it's. it's you know, it's hard to break bad habits. <laughs> yes. It's hard to do that, but hey, it's life, the social media, the phone, and everything else. I'll, watch this. Leave home and don't have your phone. Okay. You're going to turn around and go get that phone, right? <laughs> <laughs> We've all done yeah. it. We've all done yes, it. Yeah. Struggle is real. I mean, they're designed to be addictive, right? So that's the hard yes, part. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. Yeah. But yeah, we'll keep practicing putting the phone in the bin and we'll see how it goes. Okay. All right. Thanks, Thanks for calling, Tyrone. buddy. Appreciate your Have honesty. Have a good day. Love you guys. <laughs> you know the feeling when you see someone say something with the highest of sincerity mm-hmm. and they don't realize how hilarious what they said was? <laughs> that happened to us the other day. I can't wait to tell you this story in just a minute. I don't know about you, but there's so many times where I'll say something with the utmost of sincerity and not realize why in the world it was hilarious. (laughs) And sometimes even live on this show, I'll say something and (laughs) Kevin is looking over through the glass at our producer Griffin and they're just giggling their heads off. And I'm like, we turn off the microphones. I'm like, what was so funny? And then they inform me and I have no idea. You look at me and you're just shaking your head. No. No, don't do that. No. <laughs> well, a what? friend of mine did something did something like that the other night. We were on a double date with a couple of our friends, uh, husband and wife, and uh, we were talking about an event I had hosted at an aquarium. And it's pretty cool. Like, there's this ballroom where like the whale will swim by, or a beluga will swim by. There's a whale shark that's even bigger than a whale. Yeah, and it's oh, just cool. really, really special, yeah. really cool place. And um, so I was sharing a behind the scenes of her with her. And I shared a little bit of this on the show about how I just had this like awful experience of buying a couple of dresses online and they looked horrible on me. I mean, just terrible. So I just wore an old dress. I'm like, this has been on social media. I've worn it several times before and I wore it. And I was telling them that story and she just looked over across the table at me with that restaurant sitting outside and she goes, no, you looked beautiful that night. I saw the pictures on social media. That picture with you in the whale, you looked so good. <laughs> and I didn't even catch it either. And my husband, Glenn, goes, um, that was a nice compliment. Um, did you hear what you just said? You basically said she looked great with com- compared, compared to the to whale. Best. We were rolling on the floor laughing. It was the funniest thing she's ever said. Does this whale make my hips look smaller? (laughs) What do you think? And there really is a picture of just me and a whale shark. And that's it. (laughs) So your friend, she didn't mean to compare you to a whale. <laughs> no, it was completely innocent. She was being but so kind did. and caring. And yeah. We've had friends that they just have a knack 
for giving compliments that they immediately take away with really? a, fo- a follow-up. Yeah, there was one lady comes to mind. My wife got her hair done, and she loved her new hairstyle. I mean, she just thought it looked great. And we went to church, and we ran into this friend, and lady came up, and she goes, I love your new hair. It looks fantastic. Thank you. That's where it should have ended, right? Mm-hmm. Yep, that's it. Way better than that last hairstyle. <laughs> no, you don't add. Don't do it. Someone did that to me once when I was, I was only, I, I promise you, I was probably in my late 20s. Yeah. And um, this lady said, oh, I love your haircut. It's so in fashion. It, it, it takes at least 10 years off. And I was like, how old do you think I look? Man, it was the worst compliment, non-compliment ever. Whoopsie. Are these baby names going extinct? Let's hear them. Baby names are just like fashion trends. They have shelf life. For example, Carol with an E was one of the defining names Hmm. of the 1930s and 40s. And it completely vanished in 2021. A name is considered statistically gone when it's given to fewer than five boys or girls in a year. Okay. So Pat and Bob fall into that category. Huh. Here are the uh, the girls' names, baby girls that are going extinct. Sue, Debbie, Vicky, Terry, Stacy with an I, Jerry, Cindy, Nikki, and Sandy. Um, now the bo- boy names that are going extinct, Bill, Jim, Pat, Ed, Stan, Mitch, Bert, Rod, and Kurt. Hmm. They're going extinct. I'm surprised, you know, culturally speaking, that Karen is still a popular name. I know, that's so true. <laughs> like, it's become such a different meaning. A that lovely name. But, yeah. Yeah, I mean. It's a tough name to have nowadays. I guess nowadays. maybe people, you know, if it's a family name or something. And, and, I mean, that, I don't know what you would call it, stigma or that. Using it as a, a not nice name, that'll it'll go away eventually. So yeah. maybe, that's what, maybe that's what they're figuring. I don't know. Kev, I don't know if you spotted it, but I'm having a fun little time on uh, the Kevin and Taylor socials doing a survey, and mm-hmm. it is fill in the blank. My best, my favorite Thanksgiving side dish is, oh. and there's a lady named Dory who listens to the Kevin and Taylor show, and mm-hmm. she wins social media today with her answer. Okay. I'll tell you about it in a minute. So it's pretty easy for you to fill in the blank in your head if I say the best Thanksgiving side dish is stuffing and, from inside the bird. Yes, and Has then I be. I That's say it. the uh, sweet potato casserole that my sister in law gave me the recipe, and it's got coconut and walnuts, and it. it's so good. It tastes like dessert. Did the uh, did the pilgrims have coconut available to them? At I the, do uh, not think they did. I don't no, think they did. I, so, I don't uh, unless the. Uh, the Arubans color, came and color me more of a uh, traditionalist than uh, than maybe you are. Yeah, right? that's okay. Um, so <laughs> we're asking this on the Kevin and Taylor socials, just having fun, little fun. And you know, there's people like, oh, I gotta agree on it with Kevin on this one. It's definitely the stuffing out of the bird. And mm-hmm. you know, other people are like, my famous sweet potato souffle. And I saw one. I've never heard of this before. Um, baked pineapple. And there's hmm. another one, asparagus casserole. Never heard of that in my life. Heard of green bean casserole, but yeah, not asparagus casserole. Yeah, never asparagus casserole. casserole. Huh. But the person who wins the socials today is a top fan named Dory. She listens to the Kevin and Taylor show, and she filled in the blank. The best Thanksgiving side dish is, and she put me. 
Because without me, this family would starve. Plus, plus, my hubby tells me I'm quite a dish. <laughs> wow, Dory not lacking in confidence. <laughs> She's awesome. I love her. That's great. Um, me. <laughs> And it's a big day today, Veterans Day. It also happens to be my cousin Jason's birthday. Hmm. He was born on Veterans Day. And we're going to talk about how much we appreciate you vets in just a minute. Hmm. Well, today's Veterans Day. And man, Kev, I don't know about you. We all can think of someone who we know who served. Like uh, just yesterday, I happened to be stuck at a red light. And right by me was one of those Humvees in camo. Yeah. And all I could think about was... Uh, my friend Mike Slattery drove a Humvee in Desert Storm, hmm. and I just sat there the entire red light, like wondering what that was like for him yeah. to serve our country, and, right? Yeah, and yeah. what kind of memories he has. And I, I, I'm going to text it to him today and just thank him for his service. And then I know, like my my uh, uncle Tom, he served in Vietnam as a medic, hmm. and he has quite. He just recently started sharing a couple stories yeah. from his experience wow. there, but. To all you veterans and you military families, we just appreciate you and we're so grateful for you. So we're talking about Veterans Day, how much we appreciate veterans. If you're a veteran or a family of a veteran, we so appreciate you guys. And um, my cousin Matthew was in the Coast Guard. And usually when we think about Veterans Day, you don't think about the Coast Guard, but Coast Guard's a branch of the military. Oh, yeah. And uh, right after 9-11, he was on one of the boats patrolling the New York Harbor. Whoa. Um, yeah. Yeah. Because remember back then, it, it, the, it was, it's not a matter of if there's another attack, but yeah. when. So they thought something's coming. Ooh. And he was right on the front lines. I bet you the whole family was praying for him. Oh, yeah. Every day. Every day. It was like, you have an update. Do you have an update? So, yeah. For whether you were one of those folks or, or no matter what your assignment was, we so appreciate you. So there's a sweet little shelter dog that's made a huge impact on social media because he was taken by his foster mom to a big adoption event in Central Park in New York City. Okay. And he is really nervous around other people and dogs. He's very shy. His name is Bob. He's a little terrier mix. And so people were trying to like give him his his space because he was so nervous well, this video on TikTok shows him like just all by myself. <laughs> and he's like, please adopt me. Please Aww. take me. And he has become a social media sensation. Everyone loves him. His name Aww. is Bob Barr, a.k.a. Mr. Incredible from the Disney Incredibles. <laughs> and he's he's got some issues. He's not quite potty trained and he needs some confidence building. But now... Pretty much the whole universe wants to adopt Aww. Bob after he went viral on TikTok. Bob. Coming up, I guess we'll call this a grace opportunity. Do you get a little <laughs> bit annoyed when people are a bit passive aggressive at work? Do you get a little annoyed when people are a bit passive aggressive at work? Uh, we should definitely call these grace opportunities. <laughs> these are the behaviors that get us the most, according to a new survey. You ready for this? People being sarcastic in a mean way, like... I think that's a brilliant idea, Kevin. Just like your last seven that didn't work. Uh, uh, uh. Uh, the other passive-aggressive behaviors that get us, um, people giving you the silent treatment. That's so weird. When you pass them in the hallway and you go, good morning, and they just like act like you don't Remember exist. We, there was a guy that worked here years ago, sales guy, and uh, he wouldn't say hi. He would just, he'd tilt his head back real yeah. sharply. Yeah. Like yeah. as if he, if he could verbalize, it would be like, hey. 
But he didn't say anything. But he didn't anything. verbalize it, He would it, just yeah. like look down his nose at you. It was the weirdest thing. Yeah, complaints to the boss that get you in trouble. And finally, gossiping or talking about people behind their back like we were just doing <laughs> <laughs> on the radio. <laughs> Whoops. See, that wasn't talking behind anyone's back. It was, I mean, this person, if we talk, if we, no, but I mean, if we called him right now, he would go, oh yeah, that's how I greet people. He wouldn't like, he would, just, just his thing. That's how he rolls. <laughs> it was weird. It was definitely like, it, it didn't make it feel good. That's, that's for sure. Do you have any guests, company coming? Uh, with the holidays around the corner, you ever have guests overstay their welcome? Have you ever had anyone stay just a couple of days too long? And you're like, oh my gosh, I just want my life back. Wait do you hear what this one guy had to do uh, when a buddy of his said, hey, my wife and I, we really, really need a place to stay. Things did not go well. Wait do you hear this story next. Okay, so um, these guests that I'm about to tell you about, house guests... They aren't guests from heaven. They're house guests from the other place. They caused havoc in this poor guy's house. Here, here's what happened. Guy said he and his wife, uh, the house they were renting, uh, the owner said, we're selling it. You got to get out. And they didn't have enough money for a down payment for a house or first and last month's rent for another place. So they moved in with his mom. Mom and uh, wife did not get along well. So he calls his friend and says, hey, my wife and my mom, they're butting heads. Can we crash at your place for a few months till we save up some money and can get our own place? Friend's like, sure, I'll help you out. So guy and his wife, they move in. Things start going kind of sideways immediately. The guy's wife um, is kind of uncomfortable. And I, can, I get that with this other guy in the house, but they're staying in his house. Right. Mm-hmm. And husband talks to him a couple of times about, hey, my wife said you're you're you left. You leave your dishes in the sink and she doesn't really like that. I think you're getting the guys like, all right, OK, y'all are guests. But I'll, yeah, I'll accommodate. Sure. No problem. Then she um, she passed by a picture in their hallway and it was of this guy. His wife uh, was she traveled a lot for business. So she wasn't home most of the time she was traveling. But she passed by a picture in the hallway, and it was him and his wife on their wedding day kissing. That made her feel uncomfortable. So the guy goes to the owner of the house and says, my wife is uncomfortable with that picture. What? Would you mind, until we leave, would you mind putting it up somewhere else so she doesn't have to see it every day? And the guy went nuts. He's like, okay, I have tolerated you know, her telling me how to do my dishes and a plethora of other things. This is the line. If that's too much, y'all need to go. And the guy's like, the, the, the posting, by the way, was from the guy whose wife was the one offended by the picture. So he's like, am I wrong? Am I wrong in asking this guy? Wasn't that big a deal? Couldn't he just put it away until, you know, we found our own place? <laughs> Could you imagine if they were your house guests? Wouldn't you be like, what? Uh, I'm exhausted just hearing the story. The guy's like, it's my wife and I on our and he's like, it wasn't an impassioned kiss. It was like a you yeah, may the, you may kiss the bride, the wedding kiss, right? Like yeah, that yeah. that kind of kiss. Wow. And he's like, I'm sorry if that's if that's the line. Then there is such got an to go. art to being a good house guest. There is, and I thought there's the, a lot that goes into it. I thought the big tip off was we didn't get along with my mom. Can we stay with you? And then she goes there, and there's problems there. Gee, what's the common denominator in all this conflict? Mm. Hmm. What is it? So I thought it might be fun. Have you ever had any house guests that have overreached a bit, that have worn out their welcome, maybe? We'd love to hear your story. 
Hey, Amanda, so you heard that this uh, woman was not the best house guest in the world, wanted uh, wanted the her hosts to take down their wedding picture where they were kissing because it made her feel uncomfortable. That was absurd. And when I'm a house guest at someone's house, I'm always a better house guest for somebody than I am in my own home. Yeah, you're on your you're on your best behavior plus. Absolutely. Mashada, do you have a good story of a house guest that wore out their welcome? So my my cousin is a pastor. She came to visit. She stayed by her daughter-in-law at the time. And the daughter-in-law has her picture of her parents who passed away. And she goes around the house and putting them face down. And when the daughter-in-law say, what are you doing? She said, let the dead be with the dead. Picture should, um, of the dead should not no. be. Out. No. No way. Wow. <laughs> that is so rude. <laughs> no that is kidding. Rude. And the daughter-in-law oh said, you need to go. So she called me to come stay by me. And I look around my house. I was like, uh-oh, it's not going to go well. Because I got pictures of the dead in my house. <laughs> Wow. We have a picture of my sister-in-law, of course, in our house. Yeah, you want to remember yes. the loved ones that are in heaven. Wow. Exactly. That so, yeah, is put crazy. Them all down. What a story.